What's up, guys? Oh, my thing's even wrong. Right off the bat, Jiminy Christmas starting off, starting off real good. I always struggle with the topic ticker, guys. I mean, I guess, I guess if that's the worst thing that we have happen this whole time, we'll, we'll be doing pretty darn good. Uh, what is up, everybody? It is episode 15 of The Scope. Again, still working on stuff behind the scenes. I'm like the worst person ever because I don't have you guys a guest yet. Got a lot of feelers out there. I'm working on it. Please forgive me. You're stuck with me again this week, but we're going to have some fun. Talk about a few interesting topics because there is stuff, uh, there's stuff actually going on and a couple things uh, starting to creep up that I feel like we should talk about. Um, thank you guys for uh, for everything. Just for the folks to download on the podcast. Uh, shout out to you guys. Uh, what's up, Justin and everybody trickling in. Um, I just uh, really, really appreciate it. I think, uh, yeah, this makes me happy. I enjoy doing this and talking with you guys and uh, look forward <clears throat> look forward to what we got going on today. Um, yeah, I hope everybody's doing well. It's starting to warm up there. It's starting to warm up outside a little bit. Uh, here in Kansas, we've had like uh, 50 mile an hour winds like every single day, it feels like. So it's like warm outside, but it's not nice outside. So, but I've been spending a little more time outside, did a little fishing. Uh, Caught a couple, having a good time. Getting outside, touching a little grass and and or water, I guess. What's up, Max? Welcome, Ben. Um, so yeah, let's just go ahead and I guess get right into it. I don't know how long this episode will be. Um, it'll probably be a little bit of a shorter one, but yeah, hopefully we can get some guests on so you guys don't have to look at just my ugly face um, literally all the time. So as we got, as we do around here, you guys know, we generally start talking about Battlefield. And there is actually something to talk about uh, in regards to Battlefield. Uh, last week, yeah, technically it's last week. Today is Monday, yay. Uh, last week I was on the Objective of Battlefield podcast and talked a little bit about Battlefield. And I guess we we talked, about, talked a lot about patch 0.4. And I honestly, I don't know, I just... I just kind of want to summarize my thoughts on the whole thing. Um, we have here, um, the Steam numbers are looking a little bit better, although over the last day they've dropped off quite a bit, but again, going from a weekend into a weekday, that kind of makes sense. And again, we know the caveat of, this is only the Steam numbers, they're still Origin and all the consoles and stuff like that. We use this uh, as like a trend indicator. More people are playing the game, um, and the game definitely does play better and overall in a nutshell, I definitely want to know what you guys think of the patch um, If I was gonna say overall in a nutshell Where we are for where we are in the game and where the game like is and was It's best case scenario, right? Like if we're living in the present the game is pretty broken Not a lot of people like the design choices the the the, the move in the right direction is a positive thing given given where we're at um but in my opinion it's it, it's definitely it's definitely late it's too late we're going to talk a little bit about call of duty as you can see next and they're already prepping stuff for season four and uh we're still getting quality of life updates essentially the game in my opinion is where it should have been uh at beta um but like 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 where we're at like where we're at, it's a good thing for Battlefield that it's they're, they're still committed to fixing it because you know they made their they likely made all their money on the front end, right? Um, but the analogy 
the analogy that I made on the objective of Battlefield podcast was that to me, Battlefield 2042, and I'll put it, I'll put it in terms that us nerds understand or are familiar with, right? So it's like if you if you purchased a PC, like you saw a commercial, aka the trailer, but you saw a commercial for a gaming PC, and they're like, oh, it's got a it's got a RTX 3090, and it's and it's in stock, um, and you can order it, and it'll it'll get to your house by this date. So you're like, you're like, hell yeah, let's uh. Let's order this PC. So we get online, you're excited. You pre-order this PC. It shows up to your door and it's literally just a case with a power supply with a note in it that says the rest of your PCs on back order and coming later. I like, I akin that to what we got with Battlefield. Like we expected to get a full blown gaming PC. We got the shell. We got the shell of a game. We got the shell of a PC. And we were told at release after we already paid for it, that the rest is coming later, AKA live service, which again, I don't think bug fixes count as live service in my opinion. In my opinion, we've seen zero live service. There's been zero additional playable content to this game. Um, But so it's like, so you get this PC and, and you don't have all the parts, but they assure you that they're coming later to get, you know, a full fledged game. So, uh, so then uh, where, where are we at? Like three months down the road, you get a motherboard, a CPU, and then another couple months later, you get the cooling system and you get the hard drive and you get the RAM later and later and later. And then, you know, six to eight months down the road, we have a PC finally, like a working PC. However, I would argue, I'm still not like a huge fan of the design choices with this battlefield. Um, again, going along with the PC analogy, I would, I would say that it's a lot like if you had, uh, maybe, man, I don't know how to say it. I'll just say, I'll say this. If it had, uh, 3,200 megahertz Ram and it came with 2666, uh, DDR4, like it came with slower Ram and maybe in the trailer, uh, it looked trailer for the PC. There was like liquid cooling and it came with a fan and you were expecting liquid cooling. Um, so yeah, because in the end, I don't think, and this this is debatable, arguably. This is potentially, this is allegedly, this is me thinking. I don't personally feel like the game reflects the trailers. The game definitely doesn't reflect uh, the key art that we were shown and stuff like that. So um, I still think at the end of the day, even though when we get a working game, um, it's, not, it's not exactly uh, kind of what we thought. But... As far as some of the good changes, I guess VoIP is good. Again, that's really late because we needed that when there were a few people actually playing Hazard Zone. Because I think, I think that's that's where that's where uh, it was needed, right? It was needed for people playing Hazard Zone. Essentially, um, I could kind of take or leave VoIP on uh, on on All Out Warfare, but yeah, I don't know. Essentially, it was a pretty good update uh, for where we're at. Um, I'm just saying there's still the caveat that it doesn't excuse him from releasing a pretty unfinished and broken game, um, in, in my opinion. Uh, so I'm trying to think if there's anything else about the update. The other thing, the other thing I noticed about the update that was kind of frustrating, and I guess I should have pulled this up, but I, I didn't, I didn't get it pulled up in time. I'm sorry. My production team is hot, literal hot garbage. Um, I wasn't able to pull it up. Uh, but over on Reddit, so you guys may have, no barking, sorry. 
you may you guys may have seen on my uh video about all the stealth changes that this was done um over on uh reddit a reddit user posted you know put all the stealth changes and things that you don't see jeez no barking come on guys um the stealth changes and stuff you don't see and then i'll confirm them and add them so there was this whole list of stealth changes and a lot of them a lot of them were incredibly incredibly important a lot of them i thought were really important and I w the like the mouse input being changed um and a, a lot of it goes along the lines of the communication issues that they've had all along and you talk about like the mouse input changes they they reverted them back to are you serious are you serious these dogs have no respect dude like what it this show stinks i'm so sorry and then i got a commercial plan on the ugh, so bad but anyway, they they changed the mouse input to to Battlefield Five uh, settings and the scale, and then all of a sudden, um, what happened? Did I stop recording? I stopped recording too. Holy cow, dude! Um, they they reverted those changes uh, to to Battlefield Five sensitivities at least on mouse, and then they didn't tell anybody. And I think this is similar to the point where. Uh, back when the mouse input bugs were where you when there was after the update we couldn't look left or right with our mouse and they don't tell anybody so there there were like a lot of changes and things that didn't make sense to me there were changes that didn't make sense to me that they didn't talk about because like attempt at least attempting to fix the mouse input and stuff like that they should be telling everyone there were also optimization fixes most people not all because there are tons of different PCs and things like that, but most people saw performance increases and they didn't even talk about that. And then over on Reddit, so people were like, why aren't these in the patch notes? And Florian, uh, the director, one of the gameplay design directors, uh, he said, and this was weird and borderline condescending, I thought. He said, a lot of this stuff is, uh, we can't put in the patch notes, but it's too complicated and you wouldn't understand why we couldn't put it in the patch notes. I'm like, man, I, I guess, like, I, I guess I don't get why you can't type another bullet point in the patch notes. I guess that doesn't make sense to me. Um, so yeah, that's it. That's all I wanted to say about that. We talked a lot about the patch notes last week and overall, um, it's definitely a good patch where it's at. Um, like, and like I said, I guess any positivity is good. Um, but at the same time, it doesn't excuse what they did. It doesn't excuse what they did late. And the other thing I guess that worries me about it is this is like the third time this has happened. Like Battlefield 4 was rough at launch. Battlefield 5 was pretty rough at launch. It's just becoming a habit. And that's a little bit scary. And honestly, with the live service, and we talked about this a little bit too, we, I loved the map packs in like Battlefield One. Like you knew you had four maps coming down the pipe. Uh, you had a you had a real exciting release. Like you had a release date when you knew it was coming, and everybody would get hyped. Like we get a new map pack, we get four maps, and then all of a sudden we have live service, and we're thinking, well, we're gonna get the same maps, same amount of maps. It's just gonna be for free. That's a win. That's a dub. And then. The slowly less and less content, trickle trickle fed content, less and less and less, and eventually, it, it's it seems like it's becoming a industry standard. We have uh, Halo is suffering very much 
from a lack of content and the next season coming out is going to have two maps call of duty used to release and they'd have you know four multiplayer maps it's gone from three now down to two so this stuff is 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 happening all across the industry and i just i don't like the trend i don't like the trend of less and less maps and just calling it a live service and you know not being obligated to give us content it's just i don't know i just it i have a bad feeling about it more there's just less and less content on more and more games especially triple a games and they're going more like the microtransactions and cosmetic route, which I don't have a problem with as long as the other content's there. I think maps and guns and stuff are really important for first-person shooters. So, yeah. Anyways, the overall first-person shooter, like AAA trend, is 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 worrisome in my opinion because you you have games like Halo and Call of Duty, the other AAA shooters scaling back uh, post-launch content, um, as well for multiplayer um and then the next thing we'll talk about is uh, the modern warfare 2 um the the hype and i think i think we're on the eve of a lot of modern warfare 2 information i've been debating on whether or not to make uh videos about it kind of like i covered the lead up to, to battlefield 2042 uh talking about some of the leaks because i think i think next week and that that's a whole nother like conversation about if leaks are good or not um i always try to use them for good i always try to use them for hype for the game uh for discussion topics with the understanding that hey if we talk about leaks they might not happen they might not be true but at the end of the day it's fun to talk about games we're excited about so that's where i've always approached leaks from um i don't like to show any copyrighted material or anything like that Um, i don't think that's fair but um, talking about them, I, I think it's kind of silly to say they're bad and not acknowledge them, even though you know what they are. Like, let's, I give people more credit than that. Let's just talk about it. Let's, let's be adults and talk about like what we're excited if it's something we're excited about in the game, um, or not. But essentially, um, they started Infinity Ward. Uh, if you look over on their Twitter, I can go ahead and pull this up really quick. Um, if you look over on their Twitter, they have completely blacked out the banner and their profile pic and they, they've made it look um honestly it's kind of like what battlefield did in the lead up to the 2042 reveal um so like i said and and we'll talk a little bit more about what's going on but it sounds like next week could be a really big week for the the modern warfare 2 reveal so infinity ward has already started uh, making changes to that they're hinting and teasing at that and then also they were changing the the banner just a little bit and uh <laughs> we see uh the ghost operator being like a little creeper underneath the stairs harry potter style um in this picture um yeah you can see ghosts under there this is from the from the twitter banner um yeah <laughs> he's just creeping out underneath there so uh, it appears Ghost is gonna make a comeback, so that gives us our modern setting officially. Um, imagine if it was Ghost 2. Like, I I don't know what people would think, because I, I remember when I first started playing Call of Duty, it was after Ghost. I'm kind of late to the gaming scene, um, especially for as freaking old as I am. Um, but I remember people kind of overall hated Call of Duty Ghost, and, and then, then it, did the whole, it did the whole nostalgia cycle where people were like, oh, this wasn't that bad. So I wonder, it would be pretty funny if they if they threw us for a loop and, and made Ghost 2. 
Um, but either way, it looks like we're getting we're getting a uh, a a modern Call of Duty, much to literally no one's surprise. Um, and then there's there's some other stuff that we can go ahead and look at. Um, I think I'll show. We'll just kind of talk about um, a little bit from from Tom Henderson's feed. Um, he talks about. Um, how next week there's supposed to be allegedly like Ralph's valve. Um, he said, I get, I'll show you guys this. I'm just looking around on Twitter. Um, so I'll definitely pull this up. Um, Ralph's valve over, he's been really accurate with leaks lately. He said it's true. Reliable SoCal residents and influencers are being given invite tokens to play test modern warfare two next week. Exciting times. Uh, Tom Henderson agrees. He likely has folks that are doing that. Uh, Ghost of Hope says August 2021 2.0 next week. So basically the floodgates are open with the Call of Duty talk and things are going to start. And Tom says turn on notifications. So likely he has contacts and sources that are going to be playing the game and giving him information. I'm sure that's kind of how Tom works. Um, so if you guys are interested in keeping up with that, I would definitely follow uh, Tom and Ralph's valve um, over on Twitter. But again, I still like talking about some of these things to see what we what we kind of hope to see and stuff like that. Um, if they do end up, and th this is the other thing that's kind of cool and he brings up a really good point in this tweet um, saying if, in, if Infinity War does end up letting creators play next week, it's really good because it's something I think Battlefield would have really, really benefited from, right? So they have um, likely, what is it gonna be like? at least six months probably until the game launches. So you're getting uh, a chance for, for community members to give feedback on the game with six months to make balancing changes. I think Battlefield would have benefited from that greatly. Instead, I've spoken to some creators, uh, large Battlefield creators, and they had nothing to do, nothing. They heard nothing until the day before the beta. They got a little bit of a tease and a hint about Battlefield. So um, essentially getting community feedback looks like it's happening for Call of Duty. Didn't happen for Battlefield, and I, I think it really would have helped um, quite a bit. Um, I'm going to check other things really quick. Um, I, there are some stuff that we're going to talk about too. I guess while we're talking about COD, um, I'll just go ahead and pull this up too. So over on Charlie Intel, they did what I do kind of with the EA earnings call talking about Battlefield. Um, they summarized it. Um, uh, the, the most recent Activision call, and there's some information in here about the next Call of Duty. So this is over on Charlie Intel's newsfeed. Uh, I think you guys can still see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so most important thing is he says this year's Call of Duty is a sequel to 2019's Modern Warfare, the most successful Call of Duty title to date and will be the most advanced experience in franchise history. So a lot of times they understand that uh, these these earnings calls are going to get out. So they hype them up quite a bit. So we hear that groundbreaking in Warzone 2 will have groundbreaking innovations, and this is going to be the most advanced experience in franchise history. So you hear all that stuff. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that means that like it's going to be next gen only if you take it to mean that we we thought battlefield was going to do that they did not um so that's really interesting but they've officially said it's going to be a sequel to modern warfare again allegedly modern warfare roman numeral two ghost two would be kind of funny in my opinion um <laughs> then the next thing um they confirmed that revenue for Call of Duty was lower year over year due to lower Vanguard premium sales. Uh, mobile is still maintaining uh, momentum. Mobile gaming is really taking off. I've noticed a lot of search volume for Battlefield Mobile as well. Um, 
it's a it's an interesting realm that I, I that I really honestly don't know a lot about. Uh, but again, we see that Vanguard didn't do that well, and you can look at this from several ways. But I look at it as there was a spot, there was another opening for Battlefield 2042 uh, to do well, and uh, yeah, darn it, like it, they missed another they missed another window with Vanguard not doing well. In my opinion, I am World War II'd out, guys. Like I'm just like. I'm just like kind of over, I'm just kind of over that stuff. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm done with uh, two for as long as I had to play Battlefield 5. So I'm a little, and I never liked World War II CODs, um, like really at all. Um, it says Activision confirms they are still expanding the Call of Duty development team to support console and PC development and also expanding the mobile team to support Warzone Mobile. No release time frame for Warzone Mobile yet. Um, yeah, essentially that's what that says. And then they actually gave figures and I thought, I thought this was really interesting. They actually showed figures uh, for the, the year over year, or excuse me, the month to month active users and we can actually see a decline. Uh, Blizzard is whoa, <laughs> it's way low. Um, but you can see Activision uh, declining March, June, September. This is of 2021, uh, all the way to the next March. So those are quarter. It looks appears these are quarterly results and uh, less and less users over time. Uh, seen a decline in users over the last year. The company relates Vanguard's lower sales, which also led to lower engagement on Warzone, along with more people going out with pandemic restrictions lifting over and last year as causes. I, th I think so, uh, but I, I also think, um, I think what they're gonna do is, I think they, they've really created like a, a strong, uh, a strong nostalgia, nostalgia feeling for Verdansk. And I think they can really use that to their advantage. I think a lot of people sharing sharing our sentiment, uh, sharing my sentiment of not really excited about World War II settings and weapons and things like that. That prefer the more modern uh, setting. And I think they could use uh, they could bring back Verdansk as an amazing marketing tool. And um, I, honestly, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2019 was like the last Call of Duty that I enjoyed and I put some time into. Um, I'm really hoping this year, I've said this quite a bit over on the Twitch stream. Guys, thank you so much for 16 likes. I really, really appreciate it. Um, over on the Twitch stream, um, I've talked about how I'm kind of excited since I've been playing more Siege, I kind of want to try Valorant, um, but that type of game mode gets me kind of excited for Modern Warfare Roman numeral two. I kind of maybe want to get, I maybe want to get a, uh, a search and destroy stack together and hit up some S&D. Uh, in this new uh, Modern Warfare 2. I think that would be kind of fun. I really also still, I still enjoy playing Gunfight in uh, Modern Warfare 2019. Um, but essentially, I think that was that was the big thing um, that they were discussing uh, for, for, for next year's Call of Duty. That's just like, that's just like some little, that's like some little tidbits uh, of information that we got from, from the earnings calls. Um, I thought those were definitely noteworthy things where we have uh, monthly, you know, year month to month loss in active users. I thought that was pretty crazy. Um, and definitely worth talking about that Call of Duty was, uh, was declining um, as well. I really need a co-host. So I don't have to talk the whole time. I hate hearing my voice. So bad. Anyways, 
Um, the other thing that's going on with Call of Duty, there's actually a lot of stuff heating up with Call of Duty. And again, like I said, um, next week is next week is going to be is going to be really interesting. Um, but in the next, I think it's either it's either tomorrow, it's either tomorrow or the next day. Um, King Kong and Godzilla are coming to Caldera, which I think is pretty wild. I know a lot of people are upset about it. Um, I definitely. I don't think I'm too excited about it, but I, I respect like, it looks like free content. Uh, I respect them doing something different. Um, and yeah, hopefully some people get some enjoyment out of it. It looks crazy. And honestly, um, honestly, like Caldera is like the perfect map for it. I feel like, like it's kind of that tropical map with a lot of hills and, and the volcano and stuff like that. So I, I think like it kind of works from that standpoint, right? Like, I don't know how silly, uh, I don't know how silly the gameplay is going to be, um, at all, but the, the, the setting, in my opinion, it kind of, it kind of works. And then, uh, I'll pull up the trailer here for the season three battle pass again. Like it's straight, it's straight so far, uh, from what like a world war two shooter generally looks like. Um, but it's cod uh whatever um so yeah i'm trying to think if there's anything else going on with call of duty not sure i'm still on rebirth i'm loving that oh <laughs> i am uh this is going to be interesting uh mimosa streams is doing a tournament a warzone tournament for the it's called tournament for the olds and people have to be 30 or over and uh yeah i actually got Got invited to that on a team. So May 7th, I'm going to be in a Warzone tournament with fellow boomers. And it's going to be kind of interesting. So it'll be pretty interesting. They got some pros uh, like Breadman and I think Modern Warzone Twitter accounts like casting it and stuff. So yeah, I'm being a Warzone tournament. I, I honestly wish it was Rebirth. I wish it was rebirth really bad. That would be a lot better for me. Um, anyway, the next thing I wanted to talk about, uh, these topics from now on are a little bit shorter. And guys, if you want to stick around um, at the end, I'll definitely do like a Q&A session and talk to chat a little bit more. Um, I just, I've, I'm sorry, I haven't been focusing on chat a whole lot. I just had this stuff in my head, like, and I kind of need to get it out before it goes away because I'm old. Um, yeah, so, um, the escape from Tarkov wipe. There have been a lot of rumors floating around about a wipe coming because there is a lot of content coming to Tarkov. Um, I think it's it's really uh, commendable um, how much content is honestly coming to this game. Um, we have the we have the lighthouse expansion um, coming soon, and we also have uh, the uh streets of tarkov map which is going to be absolutely crazy and there's been some people out there there's been some people out there like piecing together some actual insane like uh conspiracy theories about when they think the tarkov wipe is going to be um i really think like so you have like the conspiracy tinfoil hat that like think the 28th actually in like three days that they they might be uh doing a wipe and coming out with uh streets 
streets of tarkov entirely massive new comp complex map and also uh mainly uh mr nice nice guy nice guy tarkov um he's a creator but he he's got the all the conspiracy theories going um about a wipe coming with with new content and stuff like that i think the next patch is i think they're probably going to do in my opinion how it how it lines up um how it lines up historically is that the uh the wipe will happen uh later this summer so we have a few more months uh in this wipe i feel like i feel like it would make sense in the short history that i've followed tarkov i feel like it would make sense for them to put a the the lighthouse expansion in this in this upcoming patch get that map all ready to go and then hopping over like later this summer i think makes sense uh for streets to come out and again guys like if you're talking about all this stuff coming they've added a lot of mechanics in a patch last week uh repair kits and stuff like that and they changed how crafting works and then i mean there's just a lot of exciting stuff uh for tarkov uh coming down the pipeline with content and again arenas like what is arenas gonna be um i've seen i've seen a lot of videos and a lot of creators talking about like is arenas gonna be uh like a like a small like legit like battle royale are there gonna be different kind of game modes is it gonna be just straight up tdm how are the loadouts gonna work so there, there's essentially like an entirely new game mode like an entirely new game that is promised to be coming to tarkov and i, I think that's actually pretty insane I, arenas arenas could be really crazy um because i really i really do enjoy the gunfights in tarkov they're they're so awesome uh with the healing mechanics how movement works um just how the guns shoot depending on you know how good a stuff you brought into the raid like what your chances are and, and stuff like that the gunfights are so good and if the thing that's kind of annoying sometimes when i only have like an hour or two to play i spend most of the time in the inventory setting up my kits they still need to add kit presets entire kit presets so you can set that up that's a good idea it's a good idea so you could just click a button and have your kit and purchase all find all items and you're good to go that would be awesome um but if there's something you can just kind of pick a loadout and hop in and play real quick and get the get the feeling of that gunfight even like a warm-up and stuff like that i think would be awesome so I'm really excited for Arena uh, in Tarkov. It's gonna be, it's gonna be really, really interesting. I do believe. But yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about. Keep an eye out on the Tarkov channels if you are a Tarkov fan. Stuff is happening, um, and they're always really cryptic uh, with what they're doing to get people talking about it and excited about it. Um, so that's that's interesting because you never, you honestly never know what they're gonna do, but. They do communicate what's coming, and there is a lot of really cool stuff coming down the pipe uh, for that game for sure. Um, the other thing that I wanted to talk about, again, guys, these stories here at the end are going to go a, a little bit quicker. Uh, likely going to be a little bit shorter episode this week. Um, the next season of Apex Legends is coming, and I know a lot of folks play apex legends um i generally don't very much i haven't played apex in a really long time i do have some hours into it uh when it was kind of newer uh but i haven't played in a long time the next season is alleged it hasn't been announced official but it's allegedly coming uh may 10th so in a couple weeks uh the next season for that's coming out with the new operator uh newcastle i think was his name he's in this trailer 
um and his his abilities are mainly to do with fortifying areas uh dropping shields and uh building walls and stuff like that so there's new content to apex they keep doing this again this appears to be the only successful live service that ea can pull off um <laughs> because the rest of them not so hot guys i'm gonna be honest with you so apex continues to kill it with player numbers uh with engagement with active users um it's actually it's actually pretty crazy um how successful and big that game is i'm a little bit sad i didn't play it i honestly like on a personal note i kind of worry about doing an fps podcast and i don't play that much apex and i don't really play that much valorant and i think those are two massive first person shooter games that i should either start playing or get some guests on like to talk about it and fill me in on it because they're they're massive massive games that that i haven't really uh put much time into at all but i would would like to check that out and then on another note along those same lines of games that i don't play very much but i know are kind of a big deal that i want to keep you guys um in the know about wherever my mouse went i would love to know hello my mouse found it um the overwatch 2 beta release time is april 26th which that is uh tomorrow so overwatch 2 beta is coming out i don't know how excited people are again i feel like um it kind of seems like overwatch 1 dlc to me um yeah not not like super super excited about it um but yeah definitely be watching i know some folks who are and uh it's definitely something to keep an eye on it could be it could be big it's been traditionally a pretty big uh shooter in esports esports game um the next thing that i wanted to talk about was um cheaters versus pros now this i feel like i've been trying to have like a like a kind of controversial topic to talk about like last time we did or the time before we did nfts and this is something that i've been seeing this is like a this is like a trend that i've been seeing around on twitter and stuff but we all we all know how like like toxic twitter is and stuff like that but um what i've been seeing over on twitter um is like a lot of pros getting accused of cheating and i get like i kind of get why um but there are some definite legit pros that get a lot of slack for cheating um d laner's one of them um a lot of the guys and and also along the same lines of what i'm talking about um I know a lot of you Battlefield fans are familiar with Enders. He's a, he's an amazing uh, esports player that plays uh, Battlefield and streams on Twitch and has a YouTube channel. Um, he 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 went on kind of a rant like he does, like we love him for, and uh, talked about how like good players in Battlefield and in some of the other games don't get um, as much um, praise or. It makes it sound kind of selfish, but they don't get as much recognition as players in like traditional esports type games do. And, and I think that's kind of true. And then another member of Revisec, Shady, um, talked about uh, he went on a thing and he got he actually got banned and he got auto banned by a KDR limit. Um, so so they they got put on there's there's battlefield admins out there that are putting servers 
putting lists on servers to ban people, you're putting rules on servers to auto ban people for being good at the game. And I don't know, man, it's just, it's kind of crazy. It, that really, that really doesn't sit that well with me. Um, I, I think I've just seen a lot of it, man. Uh, Baranox, yeah, Enders, um, a lot of those guys who are really good. And then in the Warzone community, like Iceman Isaac and Zlaner and those guys, they just, they just get a lot they just get a lot of slack and a lot of accusations and people think they're not legit and stuff like that. And it's just, I just want to say this, the stuff I see, it looks like it's for people that are like kind of delusional and can't, can't fathom that someone can be better than them at a video game. I get the other side. There are a ton of cheaters. I like, I don't, I'm one of those people that don't use the word hate often. Cause when I say it, I want it to mean something. I absolutely hate cheaters dude i hate them so much but and i joke around about this on the twitch stream when i get killed i'm like if someone kills me they're hacking but i feel like there are some people that are actually like that out there that are like if i die it's some, someone's hacking i joke around about it all the time when i'm especially when i play in rainbow six i'm like oh he killed me he's hacking he's not better than me but guys i don't care how good you are there is somebody better especially somebody better on any given day there is there are people out there who are incredible um at these video games um and it's okay it's okay that someone's better than you we're gonna get by there's people better than me we're gonna get by on our charisma on our charisma and good looks okay but yeah and like like the bulletkin says it motivates them to get better if if you're a competitive person use that to fuel you don't make excuses i just and and there are cheaters there are cheaters i don't want to get this i don't want to get it twisted there are more cheaters than we probably know about out there and and they should get what they deserve and completely dealt with but there are also legit players who are incredibly good at the game due to a combination of things just like any other thing in life they were born with good genetics talent they got those reflexes good vision and they worked really hard and practiced and got where they're at and they should be commended for that in my opinion, I just, I see so many delusional comments of people who, <laughs> I saw one guy in his, in his Twitter bio, uh, he said, a po I'm a 0.8 Warzone KD player, but I'd likely be 1.2 to 1.3 if it wasn't for cheaters. I'm like, dude, he's already making excuses. We all have to play some cheaters from time to time in Warzone. Everybody's KD is adjusted for playing against cheat Like, they feel like no one can beat them unless they're cheating. And I just, I see that sentiment a lot. And I see a lot of ridiculous uh, accusations out there, and uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's kind of I think it's kind of silly. Um, I've been called I've been called out for cheating a few times just in game, and you guys have watched the Twitch stream. No, I'm not cheating. You can tell uh, pretty obviously that I'm not cheating. Just get lucky once in a while. Everybody gets lucky once in a while. But guys, yeah, there are people that are better than you. There are people that are better than me. I think we need to live with it, use it for motivation, and give credit where credit's due. That's my lecture. I was kind of on a soapbox there. I'm sorry. Sorry. I was a little little soapboxy there. Um, but yeah, with that, that's the stuff I had prepared, guys. Sorry for the shorter episode. Again, I think there's going to be a lot more to talk about, uh, a lot more to talk about in the coming weeks with... Uh, with battlefield and with uh call of duty in particular i think next week it sounds like we should 
we should see some really cool uh information and images from the uh, from the modern warfare 2 play test that's allegedly going on next week um so i think that's going to start happening and then as we move closer to probably a beta later in the summer um i could definitely see a call of duty beta around the same time as we get season one of battlefield 2042 guys there is a chance like where they say summer dice is traditionally like when they give a window when something is it's at the end there is a chance that we could be getting the beta for the next call of duty game before the battlefield game even gets to season one like let that sink in a little bit like that's that's insane um but yeah uh for those of you who are on the podcast we're going to take off before the chat q a i appreciate you guys so very much again we are live on crash games on youtube you could search that find it on there and then i've been putting the vods up on the new scope channel um so if you guys if you guys are um interested in catching the vod you want to watch it uh later on your own time or listen to it we are on podcast platforms on all the major ones um as well as i started a new channel where the vods live of this program that you guys can check out again i am continuing to strive to make it better i really enjoy this thank you so freaking much the people that download it that listen to it that come hang out live i cannot thank you enough i look forward to this every week it makes my monday suck less and i super 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 enjoy doing this show and producing it it's it's a ton of fun and i want to keep making it better thank you guys for 24 likes on youtube live i appreciate that so much i just want to keep making it better um i want to have some guests on that really add value and uh just keep getting better with this because because it's a ton of fun to make i really i really 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 appreciate it <laughs> kashikashi great program thank you i'm glad you like the program but with that i will open it up to chat if you guys have any comments or questions or anything that you guys want to talk about uh for the next 10 or so minutes we can uh if the podcast listeners if you guys do want to keep listening um i will i will try to read the questions back so you guys can hear it understanding that you cannot see the screen because that's 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 honestly how podcasts work uh don't know if you know that but it's audio only so if chat has anything they would like to say uh hit it up i'll give you guys a couple minutes to have the floor uh we will talk discuss and cuss back and forth to each other and see if you guys have any questions or comments about what we talked about today but yeah i think i think there's a lot of stuff coming up uh diabolical thank you so much for the like i really appreciate that uh, but yeah, bully kid, I saw what you're talking about about cheating. It, it it's it's kind of silly. Yo, what's up, Rick? Welcome in, dude. <laughs> I'm not even mad. That's what I am. I'm old. Uh, Bullikin uh, asks. Yeah, I thought I'd ask as if late. I've noticed that you've been more ink the more tactical more into the more tactical games do you have any interest in playing modern warfare 2 yeah yeah bulletkin that's a really good question do i have interest i do uh because modern warfare 2019 as i said was the last call of duty i kind of liked and i i think i could get into search and destroy in that game you talked about how i've been enjoying the tactical games more later i've been playing a lot of rainbow six siege and a lot of tarkov and really really been equally essentially enjoying those games quite a bit um but yeah i am i am uh i am excited for for modern warfare 2 i still and i i i like that change up every once in a while and I, I was talking to my friend ham who i play with on twitch stream all the time um i think i'm a person that i don't think i can main one shooter game 
uh, especially I, I, I was that way with Battlefield for a really long time. Um, I honestly think to where, where shooters are now, and, and maybe this is like a like a correlation between the, the lower amount of content that we get now because of, you know, live services as a whole across the industry are like dropping down, dropping down less and less maps and things like that. I think I, I think I need two or three games at a given time to play. And, and you know, sometimes sometimes playing Tarkov or being like super concentrated in Siege and playing ranked, just getting in a silly game like Call of Duty where I can jump slide and slide cancel. I try to stay, I try to stay mechanically loose where I can hang with the youngins um, in that and playing gunfight is still a lot of fun. It's kind of fun uh, just to play a game that doesn't take as much uh, focus and concentration and I can just kind of chill and play. So um, I, I am excited for Modern Warfare Roman numeral two. I can't I can't decide if I I can't decide if I should make I should make any content um, on YouTube about it or not. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I just I don't I don't really know what to do with YouTube. Yeah, you guys, I YouTube folks. Um, I was really I was really excited to get the uh, get the research tab. So now there's a tab, if you don't know, there is a new tab in the analytics page of YouTube where you can look at things that your audience searches. So it's like, dude, this is gonna be awesome because one of the biggest struggles, I love making videos, I love doing programs like this, broadcasts such as this one, but I don't know what to talk about all the time when there's not a lot going on. I'm like, man, now I can just hit this tab, see what you guys are searching. Legitimately, my audience, my viewers, the second most searched thing was fart noises for 10 hours. That's it. That's what that's what you guys are, are searching. Like I mean this is a free country and whatever you're into, that's great. I'm happy for you. But like really? Really? Whatever you're into, man. I guess I'm just gonna have to start eating a lot more fiber. <laughs> what? I was I was surprised. I got a really good chuckle out of it though. Uh, Rex getting ready to play 2042. That's good. Sad balls has a totally misguided question. It says, what's the deal with the ranch? If you guys don't know, I have a toxic ticker at the top of the screen and I put, I put daily random thoughts on there. Sometimes I hope to get a co-host where they can talk and I can put weird random stuff on here someday. But I said ranch is better than blue cheese. And that is, a, uh, that is an objectively true statement, uh, that can't really be argued. So I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Rex getting ready to, to grind some 2042. Heck yeah. Uh, he says, COD, the same boring game coming soon. I definitely understand that point of view. Um, Anthony says, if I were a video game executive at a big company that doesn't play games, I would be confused on why a game like Halo gets criticized for lack of maps that BR games make billions off of one map. Yeah, that's really interesting, Anthony. Um, that's a really good point because, you know, BRs, I talk about how maps are really important, but BRs, you know, do really well on one map. And I, I think that just comes down to gameplay. Um, a lot of times, um, multiplayer games, especially Domination, where the points are in the same spot on smaller maps, they play the same every time. I've criticized Call of Duty maps in the past for the three lanes. It's like three lanes in a death room. Like there's three lanes and then there's like a little death area for the sweaties to go in the middle. And uh, I think BR is different because the gameplay loop, there's more diversity in like what can happen in a match, like where the circle goes, um, how the game plays out, the tension at the end. 
but yeah, I get that. That's a that's a very interesting observation. I definitely understand. The day Call of Duty comes out to reveal the trailer, you should be live. Yeah, that'd be pretty fun. Maybe maybe do a, a reveal live stream with a cigar outside. Dude, if the wind would ever like relax, like just settle down. Like the wind here in Kansas has been absurd for like the last three weeks. If it wasn't crazy, I would love to do love to do one of these episodes or some episodes outside with a cigar. I'd love to do that. I eventually want to. My dream is to have one of those uh, air filter systems in my office so I can have some cigars while we're while we're talking about stuff. I, I think it would be great. Uh, Seth L agrees with me as ranch as does the vast majority of the world. Seth, I appreciate that. What were the rest of the searches? Um, they're not as weird now. They like they updated. I could check it out real quick while we're chilling here. Uh, just here at the end of the show we'll see if there we'll see if there's any other uh there's any other crazy searches i think that'd be pretty funny um but like literally like literally none of them are about battlefield like the only one about battlefield was like the battlefield um uh battlefield uh mobile was like the only one um i don't think there's any personal info on here that you guys can see no, I don't think so. Let's look at this real quick. I'll pull it up. I'll show you guys. What? This is what you guys. This is what you guys are searching right now. Um, so you have uh, Shiba Inu, love dogs. Uh, Bangladesh, maybe some of you folks are excited to plan a trip out there. Indian street food, mushroom recipes, magic or not, I don't know. Uh, metaverse, everyone's curious about the metaverse psychology. Maybe you guys are trying to pass some exams out there. Uh, South Korea, Finland, Toyota Corolla GR, somebody out there like getting a, getting a GR. Uh, Easter eggs, I guess that's battlefield related. Forearm workout, you guys. What do you need strong forearms for? What's that about? Uh, Jeep Compass 2022, Air Fryer. Okay, I feel like this one's legit. Air Fryer, this is you, Sad Balls. Like, I, I feel like this this is legit. Oh, it's so random. <laughs> yeah, it's so random. Uh, show the personal info. Dude, you guys would all come over and then we'd all have to grill steaks together. It'd be terrible. Uh, the Air Fryer is definitely you. iPad Pro, Solana, I don't even know what that is. Uh, the Netherlands? It's wild over there. Squats, getting your squats in. I appreciate that. Don't skip leg day. Tesla, PS5, YouTube Premium. Do I make a video? Deer. Just deer. You're searching for deer. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's just say my uh, my disappointment is huge. My di I have a large amount of disappointment for the research tab because I was like. I was like super excited about it. I was really excited about it and it's 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 not good. It's it's not good. Uh David David asked, has anyone played Battlefield Mobile? I tried it and thought it was garbage compared to Modern Warfare. I didn't. Um I've never really played any mobile game in a really long time, especially a mobile shooter. I think I might have tried PUBG Mobile. Uh, back in the day when that was first released and hyped and then I think I played COD Mobile like I try I just tried it But I can't remember my experience, but I didn't I wasn't able to try the Battlefield Mobile It'd be very interesting to hear what you guys think of that Um
Speaking of 2042, the first ever Easter egg has been found a secret reload. I did see that. Uh, Danny on PC's video. Yep, I saw that. That's pretty interesting. I wonder what more there is. <laughs> Looking for deer in your local area. Deer near me. Sounds like you got to capitalize on the search and become a BF mobile channel. Yep, that's the only next logical move. Can you imagine if I take my phone and I have like my sausage hands like trying to play like I'll just put a camera over this and then like people can watch me play. It would, it would be terrible. It would be terrible. They do they do have uh oops. We're good. Um they do have uh actual um PC emulators so you could play COD Mobile on PC natively with mouse and keyboard. I did that one time. Because I thought it wasn't true. But it was true. It was incredibly true. You could get a, a, an official PC, a mobile emulator for your PC and play mouse and keyboard against little Timmy's on their phones. It was not very challenging. Diabolical says it was fair. Nice. Yeah, it'd be I guess people are interested in it apparently. Um but I think yeah, if I if I go back to the first page and refresh it, I don't it doesn't change very much. Yeah, it doesn't change. I don't know how often it updates, we'll have to check it out, but pretty wild. <laughs> <laughs> actually wild what you guys are searching for uh pc gaming is where it's at yeah it's uh pc gaming is my preference um but i i dude i'm not gonna shit on consoles i would never do that consoles um make a lot of sense to me um sometimes i'm jealous for console players especially if you're having like a pc hardware issue for it's like the pc that i built like if there's having like a driver issue or something's messing up and you get all those crashes like consoles like consoles you plug it into the tv and you turn it on and it freaking works and the lack like the less cheaters would be amazing would be awesome yeah, almost 30 likes getting close to 69 one day one day it's gonna happen and david brown also brings up the the, the next point is um pc gaming costs to get started are are crazy like you can maybe save money with games because there's so many other games there's like a lot of little indie games that are cheap but it's not yeah getting a pc built is, is incredibly expensive we live in a community here on crash games that is incredibly inclusive to all platforms and i don't talk shit on any of them because they all have pluses and minuses just like with about anything in the world <laughs> <laughs> Seth L says Mac gaming anyone anyone so I used to do video that's a funny thing you say that I used to do video production and I used to have Macs and I didn't even really play many games until I was like I went to upgrade my computer and it's a Mac and you can't upgrade it so I was like well for the price I can get a lot better lot better specs on a Windows PC and I'm like once I'm in the editing software it's the same so I sold my Mac and I built a PC then a couple months down, I'm like, wait, I think this thing can play games pretty good. And then I started playing games and it's like, oh, we're doing this. And it's, here we are. 
I hope they update the graphics on 2042. Rex says, yeah, I think they're going to. They are, they said, I, I can't remember which developer said it again with Battlefield. Like you have to follow 70 different accounts because the developers will tweet sometime just to figure out what's going on. But they said, I think that they're going to keep doing incremental graphics and optimization updates with every, with every patch, which is again, another thing that I really wish they would talk about. Yeah, destruction. I don't know if they're ever going to get around to destruction with what the engine can handle. Bulletkin says his first PC had a 750 Ti. Yeah, yeah, the big dog. <laughs> uh, Sethel says PC seems too finicky as far as software and hardware compatibility and everything. I just don't have the patience to deal with it. Yeah, occasionally that can be an issue. I, mine's been pretty stable. Uh, knock on wood. But yeah, I definitely get that. And again, like I said, consoles are awesome because you just plug the damn things in and they work. You know what I mean? Uh, BF4 was the first game. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, I know. I know Rex says uh, on Hourglass with all the buildings falling would be awesome. And that's what I originally thought, right? Um, they, if you put it together with that very early teaser we got of the next gen frostbite where it was just the building and it didn't have textures or anything we saw the building crumble and then that looked like the skyscrapers that were on hourglass so then when we saw the trailer for like the reveal trailer with hourglass like oh i bet all the skyscrapers can come down and then no it's like six buildings on the entire map can fall down okay never mind that's another one of those things just like we talked about at the beginning that was kind of misleading kind of misleading with the uh with the trailer um in my opinion <laughs> david says that tech demo was such bs yeah yeah it was like uh need a little asterisk at the bottom pre-rendered footage not from actual gameplay just imagine dawn breaker but with more paths and stuff yeah that's what that's what kind of everyone thought and that's that's like the that's the shady thing about the whole lead up to the game, right? They let us believe this stuff because it's the next logical step for the game, right? Everything should be improvements. Like they let us think with the lack of gameplay that they showed that this stuff was all going to be there and it wasn't. I think letting those narratives develop, it was pretty smart on their part. They made money, but questionable business practices in my opinion. Seth L asks, am I the only one who thinks 2042 looks a little cartoony? Uh, no, I think the graphics, especially if you go back now and play Battlefield 5, I can't remember if you were you're on Xbox. Um, if you go back and play it, especially on PC, that game looks so much better than 2042 um, from a graphical fidelity standpoint and from an optimization standpoint. It's double the frames and looks better in my opinion. Um just uh just such a such a step back um in just core game performance and optimization in my opinion hope they don't bring out the bundles and yeah people are going to get upset if they want as soon as they start the store i people are just going to be mad about it anyway whatever i feel i feel like ever heard of the term bullshot i have i have <laughs> Uh, Loco vs. World says, Crash, I feel sorry for you. I was here when you announced what you were going to do for 2042. It was a stream where you told about playing the alpha. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah, don't be sad. Dude, yeah, I know. I've had to pivot the channel a lot. Um, but let's let's like, let's like do glass half full thing, right? Like, 
the the really awesome uh community members that were watching those videos stuck around and i can't like it, it showed who the real ones were uh which i incredibly appreciate yeah i mean a lot of you guys know especially ones that are here i had a ton of content plans um around doing like loadout stuff and analysis of patches and things like that and it just i just couldn't make it work with the amount of work that the videos took and the incredibly low search volume for that game and not many people playing it it just didn't work out but if we go glass half full this show this program brought podcast broadcast whatever kind of cast you call it is is a direct result of that because i still wanted to make videos i wanted to have an excuse to make a week at least a weekly video right and uh yeah so i mean we'll get it we'll get it, it it's a bummer uh sometimes i get sad about it but at the same time there's still some good that can't that's come from it I met some awesome people have an awesome uh small little community with with you guys and uh the show's really fun especially if i get some more people on here it'll be a lot of fun yeah pretty much bullet can same um dude battlefield 5 rec had the best movement uh david asks how are you feeling about the course of your channel um <laughs> mixed feelings um i think i think you'd be really hard pressed to find a content creator out there that's gonna be like yeah my channel's big enough i'm good right like they they don't say that like that's not a thing um so uh, i don't know i think it's important i think it's important to be um happy where you're at and uh, I, you're not ever going to be like totally satisfied and i think that's a good thing as a creator you're always going to want more you're going to want you know a larger audience you're going to want your videos to do well and let's face let's not beat around the bush you'll just make more money but i think it's also important to to recognize what you've done and how far you've come and i i try to do that i'm not good at it but i try to do that and i'm, I'm really happy with being able to grow a channel to 5k subscribers in a in a year in about a year um but it the the few, the course of my channel is pretty uncertain um i don't know if or what i'm doing the right thing with still broadcasting this live or moving this show completely to another channel i don't know if that's the move um i don't know if just covering i still want to cover 2042 even though i don't enjoy the game as much it's a very interesting case study with the industry right like this is one of the biggest flops of our time <laughs> Uh, and I just want to see how they're going to handle it and, and what they're going to do. Um, do do I yeah like Mickey D says do I make it do I switch to Tarkov as my main game? Uh, do I try to do this approach like I'm doing now, just talking about first person shooters in general? Is that too general to be able to curate an audience on YouTube? I I have a ton of questions. I would love to talk to somebody smarter than me about YouTube on what to do because I I am like. Do I talk about, do I cover these Call of Duty leaks like I was able to build my channel in the coverage in the lead up to 2042? Do I try to do the same thing with Modern Warfare 2? Call of Duty is a lot more saturated with really good creators. Like, it's like, man, I don't know, dude. Like, it's it's so hard. Tarkov <laughs> gamer chat. I don't know about that. Yeah, Bullet Ken, I remember that. He says in a comment on the forums, they said that they were taking one of the one of the engineers said they're taking the the movement in Battlefield Five and improving on it. And that was definitely not the case. Uh, David asked, "Do you have aspirations to do this as a career?" Um, I'd be lying if I said that wasn't a dream. Um, I I think in your follow up question, who's as happy to have as a hobby? 
Um, I think I have to, I have, I have to be happy with this as a hobby to make it worth it. Um, I, I realize, and maybe, maybe too much. So I, I might put limits on myself because I realize how hard it is to grow and make it as a creator because everyone wants to do it right. Like when we were, when we were little, like, what do you want to be? Oh, I want to be a pro football player. I want to be an astronaut. I think now if you go to, if you go to kids that age and what do they want to do? Oh, I want to be a Minecraft streamer. I want to be a YouTuber like Mr. Beast, you know, like there's so many people making really good content on YouTube. It's so hard to compete with. And sometimes I think that psychs me out. Um, so I'm, I'm happy with it as a hobby. I still want to try and do my best with the time that I'm able to give it, but I, I'm going to have fun along the way or it's not worth it to me. But if it did develop into a career, that would be great. Again, I'm a little bit pessimistic about it. Don't see that happening, <laughs> but I still want, I still want to have fun. Um, I still, I still, uh, really enjoy making these videos. And again, this show gives me an excuse to at least make one video a week, right? Well, what's Tarkov? I find this stream looking for Apex. Um, Iggy, if you're not familiar with Tarkov, um, <laughs> it, it's really hard to explain. It's really a one-of-a-kind game. I don't. It, it's really nothing like it. Essentially what it is, is I would say, um, it's like Insurgency Sandstorm or Arma, like a mil-sim type shooter with incredibly deep mechanics. And then you combine that with like a World of Warcraft MMO, right? So like you have your character, your PMC, and then you're in this ultra realistic, like dystopian uh, demilitarized zone in Russia. And you have traders that you work with and there's this own economy. And basically you have your hideout and your character and you just go in and do these raids and try to extract. Like, so you're basically going into where there's a bunch of hostiles. You might have some objectives to do for to level up your character and stuff like that. I, f I feel like it's like Arma and Insurgency meets World of Warcraft, like kind of crazy, but that that's like what Tarkov is. I definitely, if you're interested in what Tarkov is, I would do some searches for like Geeks A and Jesse Kazam. They have some really good videos um, about introducing you to, to Escape from Tarkov. It's it's a PC only game, but it's it's definitely amazing. Yeah, and when you, <laughs> the, big, the big gameplay loop is, right, like you have your stash with all your loot, all your guns, armor, and stuff like that. You decide how kitted out you want to be, like how, like how, uh, like if you want to take out really expensive loot, like you'll probably do, you'll probably do really good uh, in fights. But if you die, you lost all that gear. So there's like a risk reward thing. Uh, MacGruber says Landmark. Landmark is insane. If you want to watch just incredibly like top tier gameplay mechanically and like game sense mentally gifted, definitely watch Landmark. He He's, in, he's insane. He's definitely insane. Um, yeah, Loco says, did the recent update make you feel better about the game just as a... Just a little, I mean, from yourself, most creators like, but how about yourself? Um, Yeah, a little bit, Loco. I talked about it a lot. So if you want to check this VOD, like at the beginning, or if you want to uh, watch the VOD on the on the Scope channel, the beginning, I really summarized it. But essentially, um, no amount of complaining and whining like I, I kind of want to do is going to help. The game is what the game is, and positive steps are good and it's a good positive step it makes the game playable to where in my opinion it should have been at the beta but it doesn't excuse the fact that they released an unfinished game and we're six months in and it's it's not good not good i'm looking forward to delving into it once i've actually finished other titles i'm collecting dust for months yeah it, it's crazy boy it's a wild game 
uh mcgruber says if you want to watch him make people quit yeah yeah he's really really good at the game but anyway guys yeah i think that's probably going to be it for the episode uh, we got an hour out of it holy cow we had a really long q a session we were done with the with the prepared stories like 30 minutes into it that's badass no thank you guys so much holy shit we talked for 30 minutes thank you for 33 likes again guys yeah this is awesome for me i have a ton of fun um oh dave has one more question i'm gonna try to get out of here but i love answering questions looking forward to any non-fps's um i have elden ring and i played it a little bit and I can't, I've had a hard time getting into it. And I know it's like a great game. Everyone says it's a great game. Uh, I need to, I need to try it. I need to try it. Um, I need to try it real bad. What other non FPS games are coming out? I don't even, and I don't even delve into that. I know WoW's getting a new patch. Never really been to, into MMOs, story games and stuff. I can't get into, I just, just like firearms yo what's up dub yeah 34 likes i was hoping for 69 one day one day my massive goal is uh is to get 69 likes on a on a podcast and we're gonna be we'll be killing it it'll it'll be sweet i just couldn't get into eldering personally it has nothing to do with the difficulty everyone harsh says it's not my type of game yeah seth i get that i don't think it's my type of game either um i still i still want to give it a try but like it's still not my type that's a game though that i enjoy watching i watched a lot of streamers play elden ring and i i thought it i thought it was uh i thought it was a really fun game to watch but that type of gameplay and this might be because i'm dumb like where you have to like it doesn't tell you what to do and you have to do stuff wrong a whole bunch of times before you figure out what's next i like to know what i need to do next like you need to go here you need to do this and i realize i could look at it but i then it's like i'm just doing what other people say to do and that's kind of silly too like i don't know i get frustrated with those type of games but i enjoy watching entertaining streamers play it so i watched a lot of elden ring but i didn't i, I didn't play it very much I don't know what's coming down the pipe. Red Dead 2. I never played that really either. <laughs> yeah, boy. Yeah, I don't know about really FPS, non-FPS games coming out either. I, like, it's kind of sad. Like, I can't think of any big ones. Um, honestly, the games I'm looking forward to are, like I said, I'm really excited for Tarkov content with, with arenas coming and stuff like that. Um, I think, and the new map, Streets, is going to be crazy. Um but uh, the, the games from Embark Studios, gonna be keeping an eye on that. Arc Raiders and whatever their first person shooter is, I definitely wanna keep an eye on that. Uh, Ubisoft is doing some stuff. They're coming out with a couple different kinds of shooters and a BR, so maybe Ubisoft will surprise us and do something cool. Uh, Modern Warfare 2 um, is coming out. I mean, there, there's definitely stuff to be excited for for first person shooters. I'm thinking I should try Valorant. I feel like I should try Valorant. I didn't play CSGO so that that like hip firing all the time is hard to get in my old brain, old dog, new tricks kind of thing. Um, but yeah, Starfield. No, I, I'm not familiar with even what Starfield is. I've heard of it. I've seen like trailers and stuff, but I never, I'm not, I've not familiarized myself with that game. I'm sorry. Ready or not, that's a cool game. I would like to try too. Definitely. 
curious to see yeah i i fully expect that bully kid and and david i fully expect that to be a story they're talking about the ubisoft buyout i fully expect that to be a story that we talk about here the pen, there's a lot of rumors floating around that they're getting ready to get purchased and get acquired so that's going to be it's gonna be pretty crazy to see what actually happens with that but yeah seth l says i pray the tom clancy brand will be back one day uh yeah me too uh for kind of what it was originally intended and i think maybe the success of ready or not maybe might show ubisoft that a, that a dark gritty tactical shooter that has an audience um so yeah i think that could be it but anyway guys um yeah i'm not gonna drone on too long i don't want to take too long there'll be uh, a lot of stuff to talk about sounds good david you gotta bounce i gotta bounce again thank you guys so much for listening to it this vod will be up over on the scope channel link in the description as well as uh audio versions will be uploaded to the podcast stuff i'll let everybody know in discord and all that and twitter whatever wherever the podcast stuff goes that will be on there again really working hard and trying to get some guests on here so you guys don't have to listen to my stupid ass voice all the time we will continue to try to do that um thank you so much for hanging out for being here thank you for 35 likes thank you i mean with battlefield failing thank you guys for sticking with my channel um i i just appreciate that a lot and again i'm looking forward already to next monday to talk about this you never thought you'd hear me talk about being excited for a monday but you guys um you guys make me happy and excited for mondays and that's wild because mondays at work are not great be perfectly honest with you guys um so yeah thank you guys so much for that and if you guys want to hang out uh twitch.tv slash crash eight i do a lot of chill streams over there most nights i should be live on there in like about an hour or so i'm gonna grab some food and then probably play some tarkov with the homies tonight so come hang out twitch.tv slash crash eight crashes one through seven we're taking but if you hit the follow it does pop up over here you probably saw that right there top and uh yeah we'll see you then once again it's tuesday that is weird time zones are old people bulletin all right you guys have a good one i legit love you all and we'll see you next week